Damn, can I get your number? You got, can I get your number money? Everything's about money with y'all, huh? Duh. So I can't get your number. Girl, fuck you. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Girl Fuck You podcast. Um, today, we have the pleasure of having, I don't want to say my Twitter friend, because I've met you in person many times, but my friend that I met from Twitter, Miss Jessie Wu. Thank you for having me, sister. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. So, um, as we do every show, we just uh, start off with saying, how did we end up meeting each other? Because I got to think too, I know it's probably three accounts yeah. back yeah you've had so many accounts i'm like at one point i was like did this bitch block me or something <laughs> no they like, they, they blocked me again like this no a lot always, a lot of people just gave up yeah i was like oh my god but the, the thing is like your tweets be so wild and they end up back on my timeline i'm like yo i thought i was following her like it was just a moment in time where you you had a new account like every week i was like yo, what the fuck but i don't know when did we did we actually was this the first time I met you when I went to, when I came to Atlanta? Yeah, when you came to uh, Cheetahs. That was the first time we met. Like that's, met, met. That's the thing with social media. You'll talk to somebody oh for so many God. years. Oh, I, I thought I had met you before, like in New York. Like I no. met. No. 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 Girl, we we literally wild. just we literally just chit chat on the um on the damn timeline and, and key key to the point where it make you feel like you know somebody. That ass. Oh my God. Well, well, she was the first person to come to my apartment. I live in Atlanta <laughs> now. You were the first person to come see my apartment. What made you move to Atlanta? Oh so, shit. You my friend, friend for real. Yes. And you ain't have to sage it out because I come um, with good vibes. The thing is like all, okay. All, all, um, all last year I worked in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've always found a lot of work in Atlanta. When the when coronavirus hit New York, I lost so much work. Like mm. I've lost so much work this year. There were like three different shows that I was in talks about hosting. They all like they all shut down because of the virus. Like I lost a lot of money. And then you know it, it just was very depressing because I live alone, and um, my family most of my family's up there but everybody's social distancing like i just was like okay so i'm not working i still was coming down here from time to time to record music uh still like finding work and i'm like okay i'm just gonna fucking move like i i can't i can't just stay in the desert and and wait and see what's gonna happen like i gotta i gotta i gotta move do you and have any honestly, like it was a, here you have anybody here i don't have any family i don't have any family here I think I have one cousin who I my mom told me to reach out to. I still haven't reached out to him. But uh, this is like the first time in my life that I've lived somewhere that I don't have any family. I have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people. But I just feel like right now with the virus, it's just hard to mingle because Jesse, there's a fucking virus out Jesse, there. Jesse, we, we live in Atlanta. Oh, like, it's just weird. It's just a, We're immune. This is Wakanda. <laughs> Listen, so me and Jesse have two different perspectives on the virus. And she's the only thing that brings me back into reality because I'm literally outside every night. I'm, no fucks. I'm dating more than I've ever dated in my entire life. So when she's like, oh, how do you like, what? what? In a panoramic? You in a whole panoramic. Bitch. Send me some, cause girl, I'm in a drought. Ooh, the last one that you met, he gone. Penis was little, and he was a uh, uh, he was he was he was doing too much. He nah, was he like, was too he too big to have a little penis now. That's that's the problem with a lot of little time. penis. Yeah, and he was a groupie. He was trying to like prey on my like popular friends. Oh no 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 no. Yes. Yeah, no, we don't do that. But see, that be the scam with big niggas. Big niggas be having that wormy ass dick. They just, you know, my butt too. You got to for right out. I don't know what you doing back there, but and I can't your, feel. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and you got a big ass booty, so that's another thing too. So Are you afraid of not being able to find anyone in Atlanta because, like, we're uh, notoriously known for having a, ma a male sh shortage? I am. I am kind of afraid, especially right now. Like, you know, we're in a panoramic. I get lonely. 
it's so it's so funny because like I am like I'm a loner like I love people but I also I love being alone like it's really weird with me I'm very moody mm. like I like my space but I did I, I love people too but I like my space so um I mean I've been on a couple dates here it was pretty weird mm. that time when I that time when I saw you at that at that event to go watch the game that guy I was with yes <laughs> he'll, he'll remain nameless yes but that night got pretty weird that okay without getting without weird. getting in depth you could say why it was weird so people can see why we don't really have successful dating yes experiences here. yes um um well the thing is i'm just getting up to close my door because uh you could hear like everything outside but your, um your balcony is gorgeous it, it, i love my balcony but um so things got fucking weird so you know we're all hanging out and everybody was like you know we're gonna go to the, this next spot. And remember, like, I was like, oh, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna yes. go. Everybody like, that's always the thing with me. I always come home like from events. I'm like, why do people be doing that to me? Cause <laughs> I, I'm always the one that wanna leave. Like, all right, I'm ready to go. You Bye. were really like, mm, I'm leaving. Everybody's like, no, because I'm no Jesse. And you're like, no, 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 I'm, I'm actually gonna leave. And everybody's like, no, Jesse, come. <laughs> No, like, I'd really be the first one to dip. Like, I'd be dipping out. Like, and then what am I running to to go do? Just go home. Just to go home and lay down. <laughs> like, Could that be actually better than the actual, like, function? But go ahead. It do. So, anyway, so we go to this next spot. It ends up being a strip club. And we all at the strip club having a good time or whatever. Um, All of a sudden, you know, he starts putting his tongue in <gasps> the stripper's pussy. Okay, you're lying. Okay, so you're his date, and he started eating pussy in front of you? He went, and he was like. But you're like, his date. You're his, yeah. you're his date or no? I mean, he was, he was on me the entire night. I saw he was, he was on you the entire on night. On me the entire night, even at the strip club, like, slow dancing. Like, bitch, shawty low came on. Hello, hello. And this nigga <laughs> was doing a two-step, trying to do the two-step in the, in the motherfucking strip club. So, girl, the stripper comes and he literally puts his face and then, like, like sticks his tongue out. Now, did I see the tongue actually meet the coochie? No. But he had his face all up in there. So, I'm taken aback. And the people that I was with, everybody was just, like, flabbergasted. Okay. So, I'm like, oh, no, we got to get this nigga out of here. Then, after he does this... He turns around and tries to kiss me. No, no, I, no. Was it what? Did he make it? Did he get to kiss you? Oh hell to the no! You fought for your life. Hell to the no, girl. Why would you hell. put stripper pussy juice in my mouth, girl? In the in a panoramic. No, that's too much. Juice in a panoramic. Have you ever had anything like, weird or happening on, on a date? Son. Like this is probably the weirdest thing I've ever heard happen on a date. I've had weird things happen, but not like that. Not like that. And I like two of my homeboys told me he was trying to he's he was trying to see my freak level. Like oh, no. literally. I talked to two guys about this and they're like, he was trying to check my freak level. I'm like, what? Or maybe he sniffed, he sniffed the line right before y'all walked in the club. Nothing else makes sense. Is it crack? It had to be crack. And then come to find out, come to find out, I was talking to one of my friends about this and she so happened to go out with him before and she said that this is his MO, like this is this is the reg this is like his behavior. So I was like, oh, okay, well shit, that's canceled. So, you know, that was like the weird, like that was really weird. That same week I went out with another guy that I always had a little crush on. He's a writer, like he's a, he's a show writer. Um, we worked on a show before together and, you know, it was cool. It was nice. You know, um, he picked me up, went out to dinner, he dropped me home. And then like the next week, like he kind of asked me to like, like, you know, indirectly, he asked me to fuck. He wow. Like, you know, How do you act? Invite a nigga. Ooh. When you gonna invite a nigga over? He's like, yeah, like, when you gonna invite a nigga over or whatever. And I'm like, 
mean, I didn't get nothing out of you but some fucking chitterlings and mm. oysters and crab legs. Like, I didn't get anything. Like, what? Like, what? Why is y'all niggas expecting the fuck after crab legs and oysters? Can I tell I, you why? Why? I just had this conversation last night when I was in the club. Because men, for some reason, think that our, sen- our sexual interactions are equivalent. And they're not. What men get from sex, we don't. Men are controlled by sex. We have sex because it pleases us. Like, if a woman was given um, an ultimatum, like one of those stupid questions, they'll say, uh, no sex for a year or a million dollars, something like that. Men are utterly controlled by sex. They kill each other from it. Empires have been destroyed. Families, men have been lined up because it controls them whether they're in the actual act of it or if they're looking at a woman and envisioning it. I'm not controlled by sex. So what you would do for sex and what I would do for sex is different. You know what I'm controlled by? I'm controlled by the comfort that money brings. Okay? Oh, my God, yeah. So... the things that you would do for sex, I would do for money. So when our, um, our, our demands are met, then we can talk. But you're not going to just think you're going to hit a bitch up over some chicken wings and be like, yeah, so we fucking? Yeah. Uh, you got we fucking money? <laughs> and when y'all understand. Okay, you got we fucking money? And then, you know, there'll be men that will hear this and be like, oh, well, she's a prostitute. No, I am comforted by financial blankets. You okay? Because these lights got to stay on. These trips got to be tripped. Um, and I don't care about your dick the way you care about this pussy. So when I get my demands met, then we could talk about yours. Because yep. you're controlled by something that I'm sitting on. And that's that. That's a good word. That is a mm-hmm. good word. I'll be speaking a good word, Nassif. That's a good word. That's a good word. And, you know, it's not even necessarily for me, like, just money. It's, it's also about... My nigga, I, we haven't built that rapport. I, I don't know. We, I haven't built it with you yet. Like, Men don't even need any um, innuendos. They'll create their own. Like, literally, you'll talk to a man for literally four minutes, and you'll be like, hey, you guys could be talking about something totally non-sexual. And they'll be like, yo, so you suck dick. Wait, we're talking about fucking french fries, bro. Okay, like... So they create... They create their own. If they have to break the wall down, they won't even create a. Well, they will. They will break a whole wall down that wasn't even there, and um, talk about sex prematurely, and then have the audacity to be mad when you just set your demands. Like, mm, so no, that doesn't work for me. But this is oh, you're a prostitute, and um, I've been called worse things on better. Worse, yeah. So I've been called worse things on better what's days. Next? What's what next? What is next? Because Miss Mamas, I'm concerned what's about the first. Every day of the month. On the third, Amen. I'm thinking about the next month. Amen. Okay? Amen. So once you take away those worries, we're going to talk about what you're talking about. And that's not even a guarantee, because I still might not even want to do nothing with you. Okay? And that's another thing, too. Like, I just, my coochie just, you know, she's picky. My coochie very picky. Like The time I was talking like, to you, you ain't had sex for a coochie. very long time. You've been going a long time. I literally just had sex this year after two years. No, 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 no. What, what, did you do? Jesse, you're so gorgeous. How do you? What do you mean to me? Did you say to me? I mean, nigga. I mean, listen. Looks is not just it. It's just. I, I went two and a half years without having sex. Like it just, it just wasn't happening. And it's not like I wasn't trying to put myself out there. I, I literally was trying to put like, there were times where I was like, okay, like, can you like, I'm literally like throwing myself at this person. Like, please, can you fuck me? Please. Yeah. And it just wasn't happening. So I don't understand because I look at you, not only are you gorgeous, men are the new groupies, right? So you have this clout, you have this, you have this like level that you're on. How are you looking for sex for two and a half years? I'm gonna put some dick. I listen, when I get to that point, I have no pride. Like you ate today, you need a PS5. <laughs> nah, like if it had to get there, if it had to get there, I was buying dick. Listen, I I don't know. It it just was 
it just was weird. It just would always end up just weird. So maybe that was just, I don't know. I, I hate to sound religious, but maybe that was just God like quarantining my coochie. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh -huh. He was just like, yeah, we're just going to put your coochie in quarantine. But then, you know, a couple months back, I, I just, this guy from like my past, like we just rekindled. And then like we went, we've been on two trips together recently. It's been fun. But I mean, I, honestly, it just blew my mind. Like, oh my God. Like, how do you have always, sex always, for the first time in two and a half years and not stalk someone? Because. I didn't have to stalk him because like we, we talk to each other all the time. We talk to each other every day. We FaceTime every day. So did you, you cry know, when it went in? I would have cried. I didn't cry when it went in, but it was just, it caught me off guard. So, cause like we, this is before I met in Atlanta, we met up in Atlanta so we can get, so we can fly together to Mexico. And, um, that night he just was, he was really, really late to our hotel room and, I was really kind of like, I was really annoyed by it um, because I really thought like he was going to miss our flight because our flight was in a couple hours. So anyway, so whatever, he finally shows up. I'm in the bed and like I get up, I open the door for him. I'm really angry. I go back in the bed, like I give him the flight information and I, I roll over in my, in my bed. There's two beds in the, in, in the room. So I'm in my bed and you know, but when I saw him come in, like, I ain't gonna lie, my coochie got, <laughs> got so hard. Like, my coochie was hard, wet. She was shaking because I, like, literally, he's the only guy, like, in my life that I had a sexual connection with immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, the first time we met each other, we met each other out of town and we spent three days together. Like, that was how we first met each other. Like we met each other on Instagram. Then the first time we actually met in person, we literally met each other out of town. And the first time we saw each other was in the hotel lobby and we just started fucking in the fucking hallway. Like we just- No, what? what? Literally, like, what? like it just was wild. Like, so oh. he and oh I have God. always had, he and I have always had a really, a really dope, dope, just dope energy. So, so he gets in the room, my coochie like, but I'm still upset. So I'm like, let me just go to sleep so I can get over this. Next thing you know, this nigga rolls me over, starts sucking my toes. Like, wow. Who can stay mad from that? It was the most, I can't. It was just the most amazing sex. And this is the first time you're having sex in two and a half years. Yeah. So oh, already shit. it was a long way and I knew and I knew like we would have great sex because we just always had great sexual energy. Like he literally it's like he just knows he knows what I like. He's like the only person I've had sex with that literally like he knows what I like and he like finds ways to make me like other stuff. Like mm. stuff that, stuff that I, I'll say I wouldn't do like with him like I'm doing it like literally. So that's so, so fire. I, it was ooh, it was child it was worth the wait child oh yes god so i mean but i mean we're not gonna be together but it's it's good when we are so it's great when we are. what are you gonna do about living in atlanta and dating what do you think you're gonna do you know i'm gonna pray about it um <laughs> like i don't know you know it's crazy i i met somebody over this past weekend like i met somebody in la while i was in la and he, this was a surprise to me. Like, I really, I'm kind of feeling him, but he's all the way in LA. Um, in Atlanta, I don't know. I feel like I don't go anywhere, really, right now because of the pan pandemic. Where am I supposed to meet niggas? Like, on the internet. I don't meet niggas out. Oh, you meet them on the internet? When I'm out, I'm already in a section. When you're already in a section, men won't approach you because they feel like, yeah you're already in an entanglement with someone at that table. So that's that. So me being out every night, I'm not going to meet somebody unless yeah. I do one of those fake walks to the bathroom, which I do. Y'all going to see this ass. I hate sitting down because then you miss the best part of me. Okay? So I'm going to walk to the bathroom about three times, and I do not use public bathroom. So I'm in there doing nothing but playing on yeah, TV. Yeah, you just making sure they see your ass. Yeah, I got to see this ass. I got to make my rounds. Yeah. So yeah. it's really, really, really not likely that I meet men out. So I just like when I'm bored, I go check. So, the when, so, do, so niggas just hit you up? 
Nobody, nobody hits me up on internet. I don't believe that. I don't. I mean, my hit ups aren't good. Like you're literally first of all, eighty percent of my hit ups are females. Hey, since you look bitches, please. I, women, listen to me. I understand. I understand. Stop DMing her, please. Stop the, I, I, every time I get a DM, I think it's a man about to save me, and it's one of y'all um, giving me empowerment. <laughs> I don't want to be empowered. I want to be slutted out, okay? So, if you want to give me words of empowerment, say it on the timeline because the DMs yeah. excite me, and it's just a woman. Stop. I love no, you. You know what? No, I'm lying. I do get DMs from... Okay, so I have a lot of, like, actors in my DMs. Like, mm. I don't know if it's, like, my, a season in my life with actors. Like, there's one actor in my DM right now. Like, if I was to say it, you'd be like, what the fuck? What? And, um, yeah, I get a lot of actors. So that's always a little weird for me because I feel like actors are weird. I was, I was literally going to let you finish. I, I feel like they're weird, too. Like, actors. frat boys... And actors are just, like, two huge yeah. no's for me. And the thing is, like, with actors, you can't even blame them. The industry itself is weird. Mm -hmm. So they're fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just apprehensive. And they're just, they, they just, it, they can't move the way, you know, like, this one guy who, I know he's filming something right now. And he was like, hey, you know, do you want to, do you want to hang out? I mean, do, he was like, do you want to go out to eat or do you want to stay in? And you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, see, this is a weird thing with the whole actors thing because right now we're in a pandemic. So actors, they can't be out and about. They're getting tested for COVID like every freaking day. They have all these restrictions. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, I really do want to meet this guy. Like we've been talking to each other for like a couple months in the DMs, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to go to his hotel room. Or I don't want him to come to my place. Like, you know what's so funny now that you mentioned that COVID is actually working for men because it's allowing them to skip the it whole. Is. It's allowing it them is. to skip the whole courting step because they're oh, like, exactly, nothing's open. I can't go outside. You can come yeah, here. Yeah. One nigga caught me like that. The yeah, little dick guy. Yeah. Literally, and you know how that, that's how they are anyway. So they would love to the, skip a step. Come see me, niggas. This is their season. But you can't come, come see me, niggas. Yeah, and they and, are having a ball. And, and the set up girls like me, it's not my season too. Because every time you invite me to your house, I'm just gonna rob you. I see all y'all with these new Cuban chains <laughs> and these new bust down. And I just decided the other day because I'm tired of men only asking me to come to their crib. Robin season is back. Okay, it's dark earlier. <laughs> it's dark earlier. So that means yeah, I, could oh, get, girl, I could get out swiftly. I could get out swiftly. Stop inviting me to your house because I steal, okay? And a lot of you have new jewelry because of this new quick pandemic money. And I don't have any jewelry. So the next time a nigga invites me over prematurely, I'm going to tie you up. You're going to think I'm going to suck your dick and I'm not. I'm going to tie you up, take that bus down, take that Cuban and leave. Peace out. Period. Okay? Period. So, so fuck y'all. So uh, real quickly... If you could meet a man, because I want someone out there to, to bust a move, what is your type? Hmm, what is my type of man? Uh, I just, I love dark skin. I love tall. To me, a guy who's six, six foot and over. I actually prefer six two. I don't know. There's something about a guy being at least six two to me. Like, I like six two and over. Mm -hmm. I love tall. I love broad shoulders. I love handsome like just a handsome guy and i really really like a goofy guy like and not not corny goofy just sense of humor yeah just a sense of humor funny you can let your hair down intelligent like we can have conversations you know about anything from you know the presidency to straight up fuckery like and we don't say much but we still having a good time. Right. That's some like, cancer shit. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my type of guy. Okay, well guys, mm -hmm. I know you guys all think you're a prize. It is. Um, somebody with a little height and chocolateness to them. When you hear this and you have money, please don't just be like, Well, I'm chocolate. She didn't say money, I'm gonna add it. It's the poverty. No, thing. no, please have money. Please have money. Please have money. No one's trying to build a bear. Like yeah, no, one's, no one's trying to work with you. No one's trying to shoot with you in the gym. No. I want the arena already oh, packed. No. I want the arena already packed when I meet you. I'm not shooting with you in the gym. So No, I'm not working with you. If you guys are out there, 
dark skin, tall, nice shoulders, nice pockets. Hit up Miss Jessie because she's new to Atlanta, and I don't want my good. So she doesn't like going outside. She's very responsible <laughs> when it comes to this COVID. I'll, I'll come outside. I'll come for a little Jessie. outdoor dining. All right now, watch the watch the monsters and gargoyles that hit you up. Like me, I look good. Oh God, prepare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, <laughs> it be them. It always be the niggas missing that side tooth that we have not. I don't mind about the side tooth. Yeah. If you can fill that missing tooth with money, I don't care. But y'all see, y'all be having too many negatives and no positives, <laughs> and that's the issue with me. And yeah, we just gonna move on to the next segment. It's called the realist. Should I have a twelve? And um, this week's tweet. Uh, we always leave the person anonymous. Uh, it's a from a guy. <clears throat> he says, first of all, I don't want my girl cooking and cleaning all the time because how's she going to be horny enough after being a slave? So my question. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, my question to you is when it comes to like being domestic for a man, is there anything that you find to be like too much or like matter of fact, do you like being domestic? Because there's a lot of women who just be like, oh, I won't fix a plate or they make it like a privilege. So I cook for anybody who walks in here because it's not that good and it's limited to like three dishes. Do you have a problem for like with like with new men cooking for them and stuff like that? Or you make them earn? No, like, like literally my love, literally my love, you know, he's not my man, but you know, when we're together, like we both cook for each other. Like we cook, mm-hmm. both clean and stuff like we just, I, I feel like here's the thing when a man treats you well automatically you're going to want to make him food like there's just something about like when that man treats you well you just want to see him eat good and even if you're even if you don't cook every day even if you're not a cook you're gonna figure it out you're gonna pull out a youtube video you're gonna pull out you know i'm saying a, a a tasty video you're gonna pull out you know you're gonna go on pinterest you're gonna look up some recipes you're gonna whip it up like literally like you know for my my guy friend like it was his birthday he asked me to make him peach cobbler i saw that i've never made i've never made peach cobbler that shit was fire i had never made peach cobbler my shit came out fire and guess what after i gave him that fire ass peach cobbler that motherfucker ate my pussy until my soul Outside, my soul was outside on the balcony smoking a cigarette, and and you don't even smoke cigarettes. I don't even smoke cigarettes, bitch. My soul was outside my motherfucking balcony, enjoying the wind, just looking at shit, looking at trees and shit. Like guys don't guys don't understand the basics. It's like literally, if you are just good to that girl, she Mm -hmm. will domesticate herself. Like she. She definitely will. But I feel like there are, like, I saw this other, this tweet that was going viral with this guy talking about, oh, my, I grew up to my mama cooking and cleaning every day. What the fuck I look like settling? What the fuck I look like settling for a girl who don't? Your mom was a fucking slave. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Your mom, I said sorry to that girl. Like, your mom was a slave, bro. Like, your mom was a slave. Like, so, so because your mom was a slave, you want your wife to be a slave too. First of men all, men want women to go through what their mother went working. through. Men always want women. they to want be, women uh-huh. to suffer. They want women to suffer just like they saw their mom suffering. Like my mom, so, like now that I'm a grown up, sometimes I, I look back at my childhood and I'm like, yo, my mom really did all this for four kids. Mm. Like I can't even imagine, like. I can't imagine, like, I want kids, but not right now. Like, I, the way I, I get to get up when I want no, to, what I want, I want to, imagine, imagine you're, you gotta, you gotta go to work because your husband don't make that much money. Mm. You gotta go to work. You work in 12 hour shifts. Ooh. You got four kids to feed. You gotta take them to school. Your mom was a fucking slave. Mm-hmm. Like, and a pussy pie oh, wasn't fire either, so don't compare me to that lady. Who ends up with you. No, the woman. So actually, the woman who ends up with you is settling. You fucking slave owner. Don't nobody want to be <laughs> feeding a nigga every fucking day. No. Like I don't. Why don't I ever see these niggas get online and talk about how they cook and they clean? Jesse, not that. I just had an epiphany. You guys are talking about women that were that were slaving for men that actually built houses that actually 
these men were actually the sole breadwinner and their sole propriety was cooking and taking care of the kids. You you niggas now, I'm going to say you bitches because that's what y'all remind me of. You bitch niggas now, we make more than y'all. We go further in education than y'all. Literally. And then you look at past relationship dynamics and you try to pay, you can't even change a fucking tire. Why am I cooking? Y'all are not the men that, that the women that back then were, were slaving for. Now we're behind us. How am I going to be submissive to a man that I'm more advanced than? Boy, if you eat this ass and then get out my way and let me go cheat on you and Pete. Okay. First of all, I say this from time to time. Please get a man that can cook. Yes. Please get a man that can cook. Like, one of the best days I've had in my apartment since I've been here was him getting up and making me breakfast. Like, and not making me like. Like him making blueberry stuff, pancakes with omelets and bacon. Like he was like in it. Like get you a nigga who can actually cook, and he doesn't have to be a five star chef. But at least a nigga who can put up some damn, who can put a slab of bacon on the fucking oven, or you know what I mean, a nigga who can at least make you some spaghetti and meatballs, like something. Get you a nigga that if he cannot cook, he's not useful. He's just not a useful man. Because he's not building anything. What is he doing? He's not building anything. He's not constructing anything. Is he investing anything into your life? Is he like no? So these men literally bring nothing to the table and then and expect the whole meal to come to them. Nah, nah, bro. That's not how that works. I'm sorry. That's not how that fucking works. Niggas can't even boil an egg, and they want you to be out here slaving. No, no. no. Yeah, very, very unacceptable. So um, I hope you guys take something from this episode because the demands aren't matching the talent. No. The demands are not matching the talent. You guys are good at absolutely nothing. Okay? So I don't care what your mom went through. Her ass wasn't this fat. And um, don't compare me to that bullheaded bitch. All right. Period. Period. All right, so now we're going to go to the segment Bitch Listen, where we give advice to our followers that they don't take. So we're just going to uh, run off our own fumes. All right. <laughs> no one ever takes relationship <laughs> advice, so this is just my, my ego. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. I am a 34-year-old black female, and I've been abstinent for two years. Okay, okay. Jesse, you might have um, to take the wheel on this because I'd be fucking too much. I needed to take a break from dick and men in general because I was really feeling jaded from failed relationships and, and shitty dating results. After doing a little therapy and a lot of my self-evaluating, I'm ready to get back in the game. All I want right now is some casual dating and sex, but my confidence is a little low and I'm lost. Should I get back into dating apps or post pics and DMs on social media or attempt to go to events in the middle of a pandemic? This is a whole fucking conversation. Yep. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I don't know what it is. Every time I do an episode, the question I pull out a hat directly correlates. It matches. My- yeah. So what would you tell her? Um, girl, there's somebody in your past. Honestly, we in the panoramic. Mm-hmm. Um, meeting new niggas is kind of hard right now. Um, see if there's somebody in your past that you don't mind rekindling with that you don't mind spending a little bit of time with to boost yourself back up i feel like that literally helped me in the pandemic like rekindling with someone from my past like just having that person around to make you feel good you know i know like you shouldn't you shouldn't draw self-esteem from being around other people but sometimes sometimes that does like kick like kickstart it like having a guy around you you know having this nigga lick your pussy eat your ass like Ooh, girl you know and like you know like spend time with you telling you tell you you're pretty like sometimes you just need that sometimes you just need that affirmation and then then you feel like okay bitch i'm back and then you kind of use those fumes to you know give you the gas you need to jump into other situations like i feel like see if there's somebody that you can entertain in your past my um my response to her is gonna be a little different. Uh, being that men are such weak, feeble, uh, easily persuaded creatures, 
I would uh, post a, I would post a thirst trap, because that's when I I don't even post thirst traps. I just I just like to post my ass while it's still in its in the right position before kids come and destroy it. I like to post my body a lot. I just bought these titties. Y'all gonna see them excessively. My ass is fat. You're gonna see that all the time. And in doing those, that's when I get my most hit ups. So if you're looking for a little self esteem bo um, boost, I would just post a little um, not too much because you don't want to look desperate. A little side yeah. picture, a little side profile if you're working with something. Uh, zoom in on your best attributes and see. Yeah. What, and then don't think every time you post a picture, somebody's gonna hit you up. But um, it's a shot. So I would post a thirst trap. Um, most of my relationships start in the DMs. So yeah, you have two options here, mamas. I haven't been blessed with that. So I mean, I feel like between those two, just try them both. Post a thirst trap. Shit, you might post it. She might post a thirst trap, and somebody from you know somebody from the past might come back. It's like, Girl, yeah, I didn't realize you were still out here fine like that. Let me see what's going. On. Let me let me DM real quick, and then boom, there you have it. Everybody's on the um. I, I'm so old. I call everything the computer. Everybody's on social media right now, uh, because they're bored. So you'll be able to pick a fish. Just yeah. don't pick anything out of desperation, because yeah. then you'll feel worse yeah. than you did prior. True. 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 All right, girl. I hope that helped you. We're going to move to the uh, second and last question. This question is from a female. She says, I broke up with my ex a week ago because I think I'm in love with my best friend. Okay, wow. <laughs> Sad part is my ex is literally perfect, except he doesn't lay pipe like I deserve. And he doesn't have money. Bitch, so he's not perfect. If he can't fuck or pay for things, he's actually the devil. I don't want to read the rest of this because I don't know what's left in your. Yeah, well, what's the what's the point of this? What's okay, you just pissed me off. Um, but he's still young. He's twenty four, and I'm twenty one. Oh, girl, you just got here. Oh, now, shit. now I've had sex with my bestie in the past. Always fire. So I knew he got here. I knew when he got here, I was going to want some dick. <laughs> so I broke up with my man and made for a reason and got my dick. And now, but now I want my man back. But Bestie said he wants to marry me. He's rich. This sounds very crazy. Okay, both of them are Libra men. She said both of them are Libra men and they're both fucking liars. They both said I'm the girl of their dreams, whatever that's supposed to do for me. I'm just horny and stressed all the time. I can't even eat. To be honest, though, sometimes I don't know if I even want a man or I just be bored. Oh, my God, I forgot the worst part. Bestie and I have a friend in common, which is a girl, and everyone has known she's in love with him since high school. Wow. He had sex with her a couple of times. <laughs> Yo, Bestie's a hoe. He's hitting the whole crew. He had sex with her a couple of times a long time ago because he's a dog. Everyone knows about me and him except her. I really don't know how she hasn't figured it out, but yeah, this is a conversation for later. He's closer to her than I am, but he was confiding in me when she was hurt over him, so I feel pretty grimy. All right, girl, I'm going to wrap you up. I'm, I'm really tired of reading this. I have cheated on my yeah, ex. Yeah, girl. Okay. All right, I forgot the original question. Okay, the original question is your actual man can't fuck or get a buck. He can't fuck or get a buck, so he's worthless. Your yeah, best so why are you here? Why are we here? Your best friend is fucking you and your other friend, so he doesn't even have any like discretion. Like he's just fucking the crew. He probably fucked. Yeah. The he probably wanted people to fuck their own, their own cousin before. He's giving me I fucked my cousin vibe. The way he sound, he probably fucked her auntie. What? He probably fucked his own auntie. <laughs> that nigga don't care about this nigga me. Is fucking everybody. Like he's fucking. Your manager, your friends, like, uh-uh. Look, she wrote, she said, I don't know if there's a question in here. I'm really confused. I just love your podcast. <laughs> no, I can't. Baby I can't. girl, so there is no question in there. Um, I don't even, I don't even want to play with this question, girl. Um, leave everybody. The nigga who can't yeah, fuck yeah. or spend, I don't even know why he's here on earth with us. Your best friend who has the money, you could definitely still entertain him because we in the panoramic, we need all the coins we can get. But girl, your boyfriend, let his ass go. That's really your girlfriend. Let, let that nigga go. He can't <laughs> fuck you and hang on no money. I think she should let go of the, of the best friend fuck partner too because she has another friend that loves him. And she feels grimy because he's the... It's nasty work. Come on. It's so many men in the week. But, but they both fucking him, so... How y'all all fucking y'all friend? The same friend. 
that's that's what they doing. They're friends that fuck. Girl, this this comment this this question made me want to go back home to my family. It's just too much. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's it's a th- this girl's living a chaotic life. Girl, she don't even know she's just horny or confused. But thank yeah. thank you for the question, um, Miss Nasty Girl. Oh, we have another question. Yeah, leave everybody. You know what? Okay, we could do one more because that wasn't a real question. We have a question that yeah, just came yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, relationship, uh, relationship question for your podcast. <clears throat> My boyfriend is very old shit. Jesse, you ready for this? <laughs> My boyfriend is very unattractive and short. Okay? He's very sweet and treats me well. But I always like to show off the person I'm with and post them on social media. I don't ever post him. And my friends always ask to see a picture of him. Only if one of my friends have seen him. Should I end things and let him be with someone that appreciates everything about him or continue to be in love privately? That was deep stinks. (laughs) I'm going to let you go first because I'm immature and I'm still laughing. You know what? One of my exes was very ugly. And before we got together, me and my friends would always make fun of him how ugly he was like damn this nigga's so fucking ugly this nigga's so fucking ugly but you know he had money though so he, he was, was like, actually gorgeous if he had money but go ahead <laughs> you're so he cute was so fuck like he literally looked like a like like a ninja turtle in the face like he he was ugly. oh my and God. if you know me i don't call people ugly he was fucking ugly and then one night we all got together we went out i was drunk and me and him ended up having sex nice this nigga fucked me so good i i ended up being his girlfriend so i like this story yeah so that that was that so then he wasn't ugly to me anymore then he just like then i just i was just like you know what he might be ugly to the world but he's he's beautiful to me and he might be ugly to the world but he's pretty to this pussy now come on now okay he's pretty to this pussy and so i say all that to say listen if you can get up every morning or you can wake up to him, if you can wake up to his face every morning, you can go to sleep to his face at night and feel good about yourself. That's fine. Who gives a fuck what Instagram has? Who gives a fuck what Instagram thinks? Who gives a fuck what your friends think? Your friends probably single. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. So if your friends are single, why the fuck are you worrying about what your single friends think now? If they single now. Um, another thing too is if that man treats you good, if that man treats you good. If he paying the bills, if he doing the right things, you know, his ugliness, I mean, it does subside. That yes, does it subside does. Ugliness. It does. Like, it does kind of cancel out some of that ugliness. So now he's not really ugly. He kind of, you know what I'm saying? He's um, facially challenged, but he's not ugly. So I think that you should definitely continue to love him in private, but it's going to come a time when you are going to have to share him. You are going to have to upload at least one picture sometime. Like, I'm sure he, he got plenty of pictures of you up. He probably wondering what the fuck going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to get to that moment, sis. But when it gets to that moment, just know you are well and taken care of. So whatever anybody else thinks, it don't matter. He could be ugly to this world. As long as he's what? Pretty to that what? Pussy! Pretty to that pussy. He's all right with me. I think you um, should give him up to somebody else because you don't deserve him now. You running around thinking about men. Men value isn't in their looks. Our value is in our looks. Hmm. We're supposed to be like the bearer of the last name. They choose us for their children to to carry on their legacy. Men are supposed to just give money and die. So... I don't know why you treating this man like this. I don't care what nobody looks like. Long as my life is in order and I feel good. The first thing you said was that he was very sweet and treats you well. Come on. Girl. Girl, okay. these bitches can't get a get fucking... Too. Right. These bitches can't get a, a sonic mozzarella stick out of these It's ungrateful. Ungrateful. ungrateful, stinks. Yeah, come on. I don't, I don't, I don't think you deserve him. So I'm gonna say, give him up, not for any of the reasons that you posted, because you don't deserve him. Stank a stank. Yeah. Send him to us. We'll know. Yeah, we'll do. share him. I, I just need weekends. You can have the weekdays, cause that's when I party, and I get, okay, I get cool. cool. Okay, cool. So, um, mamas, that wasn't. I mean, I'm not saying it's not nice. It's just like there's other things that men bring to the table, and their looks are just a plus. It's just not what we need them for. Give money, then die, and then we get another husband. Yeah. So that's that. 
That's All right. It. So that was it for uh, Bitch Listen. Now, real quickly, we're going to roll into Roll's Eyes before we get to the end of this um, podcast. This is where we reluctantly give men their flowers. Um, in your recollection, I see your face. I hate, I hate giving men their flowers. Um, but it has to be done. In your recollection, what is the, the sweetest thing a man has ever done for you? Awkward silence. <laughs> this past weekend, when I was in LA, um, I wanted to see my cousin. My cousin is out there um, filming. Um, he's filming um, All American. So he just oh, had all nice. These- yeah i love that show mm -hmm. he has all these strict restrictions so like you know every day like i was trying to see him i couldn't see him and then you know i thought i was gonna end up leaving like leaving la and not seeing my cousin and the guy that um i met he's pretty cool with my cousin so i was with him he was um he was uh bringing me to the airport and all of a sudden he's like oh i have to make a stop real quick and when he made the stop, my cousin came out. That so, was adorable. Yeah. That was so nice. That was when are you gonna give him a little coochie? <laughs> I don't know, girl. He's a pastor, so. Oh. Do they even get nasty? Yeah, they do. Let me mind my business. They do get nasty. They do get nasty, but. Damn. I get it. I get it. I get it's it. Like, it's like, dang, I can't even get disrespectful with him because, you know, he a man of the cloth. But that was really, that was sweet what he did. No, I sweet. think that was really, really adorable. Especially somebody that's new to you. Like, just mm-hmm. imagine the other cute things that would come, like, once y'all gain a rapport. Mm-hmm. So that was cute. <clears throat> All right, well, thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for coming. I had so much fun. But I can't <laughs> let you leave without, without being a part of my favorite part of the show, the dedication. <clears throat> this is where we sing a small little excerpt of a song about the person that's on our mind this week. Do you have anything on your mind that you, and you know you sing now. Mm. Ooh, it's the song by Mario. Um, it's called Braid My Hair, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna remix it. I love that fucking song. Mm-hmm. Eat my ass. Come on and eat my ass. <laughs> Back in my hood. Feeling good. <laughs> Was that for the fucking pastor? <laughs> Woo, he he, he looked like he could eat some ass, so... Oh my God! That was for the holy man. What is wrong with you? No, you know what? That's for that's for um that's for my, my vacation bay. Okay, you said who it was. Okay, okay, vacation bay. Um, the kite has been yeah, sent. That's for my vacation bay. Mm-hmm. All right, Come on, well, eat my you. ass. Come through. Listen, you might have to put that on a mixtape. The bitches need that. <laughs> You might want to do a, a like um, a mixtape remix. Yeah, that listen, a whole like, remix. Ooh, mm-hmm. you gotta get some crips on there just because of the woo shit. I'm telling you, telling you. Tell meet me. the woo. You gotta ask them. They might know. You can't do meet the woo. That's gonna have like copyright infringements. You yeah. gotta do something, something, something catchy with woo. You gotta get a couple crips on there. But that's cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't sing, but I sing every episode. This week, I'm going to do a little part of um, Tamar Braxton, Love and War. And y'all know it's for the same person every week. Oh. And I'm going to... Oh, my God. You scared for me because of her, her vocal ability? <clears throat> Sometimes you're my general. You could have back all these plays. Sometimes you're my enemy. And I'm throwing grenades 
We just be chilling and laughing. I'm laying on your chest. I don't know what happened because things just went left. But here we go back down the road. That's just the way that it goes. But I'm not going to do the rest because I really sound awful. But baby. song to sing <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit jesse no but that's a hard song to sing like I jesse! yo girl that's for vacation bay too what the fuck <laughs> yo everybody where can they hear your music can you please say where they can hear your music I mean, I got Moods of a Cancer out. It's my EP from last year. But, you know, now that I'm in Atlanta, I've been working with better producers. So the music is going to be fire. Like, Yo, you know, your voice really- is gorgeous. Thanks, sis. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. It really shifted my mood. I didn't eat today. Um, I ain't getting no... You ain't eat today. I'm hungover from last night. I didn't feel like driving yet. You know I'm out every night. Uh, I didn't eat. Your voice is such a beautiful spirit move. I think that was amazing. Thanks. Girl, you're gorgeous. You're funny. You sing. You act. Y'all niggas better come get this Haitian cool. Y'all know what they say about Haitian pussy now. Okay. It's like fucking a mermaid. Wee! Jesse, I had a blast. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to come on your show. We gonna- Yes. Yours, I'll come over there whenever you want to record. I know we're both like, well, I'm about to say we're both quarantined, and that's a lie because I'm going outside in another two hours. But for your episode, I'll come and we could do it live. Thank you so much. Thank Good you, sis. Your endeavors. I had such a great time. Me and too. No matter how you feel about me or Jesse, you probably can't stand both of us, if not one of us. And if you ever feel like you want to say something, Girl, fuck you. Thank you. Until next time. Peace out, everybody. Bye.